And we're live with the next episode of Paranormal Dash Spirits. And this is a place that we come to get our booze on. This is a place where we talk about the booze. And this is a place where I get to do this with all my favorite booze. I'm Mike Black. This is my wife, Alyssa. Hello. And my best friend, John Burkett. Hola. Hola. My hair is super puffy today. <laughs> Your hair is puffy Mine today. too. <laughs> yeah. This weather, I tell you. So I'm hoping that we have like, I'm hoping we have like some of the lightning come through because we've got a storm going on that we planned for the podcast. So we put a request in and we got a thunderstorm. <laughs> we, we did a rain dance. We did. We did a rain dance in the Special backyard. ceremony. <laughs> Smoked a peace pipe. Should have been. Uh, that was on the 20th. Oh, 420. <laughs> on your was, birthday. On my birthday. So we you did and a, Adolf Hitler. We did, yeah, and Carmen Electra. And weed. So we did a rain dance out there. Oh, lightning. There we go. We got some. Yay. So tonight we are partaking in a liquor as we do every night that we do a podcast. So, John, take it away. What are we drinking tonight? Let's not lie. We do it love, every night, regardless love, of the podcast. Wait, we you, we usually partake in brought, the liquor. You brought this one. It's Heradora Añejo Cristal. You, you want to read the bottle? Yeah, probably. <laughs> this is uh, Heradora. It's Añejo Tequila. Mm-hmm. Ultra. And this is a Cristalino. Is that how you pronounce it? That is how you Cristalino. pronounce it. Cristalino. So it's mm-hmm. like an Añejo that they've taken the color out of. Somehow. Bingo. And so it looks like a Blanco. Believe it or not, they do it with charcoal. Oh, it's charcoal filtered. It is literally. Are they using the, the charcoal filtered? The Lincoln County method, like a, like a whiskey or like something. Jack Daniels. I don't know. I do know that it's charcoal filtered, though. They take it. They take an añejo, which uh, an añejo, as we all know, is an aged tequila, more than uh, what one year, and one between one and three for Añejo, and they age it in these barrels, these oak barrels, and it gets this nice uh, dark, or, well, I won't say dark, it takes but on a, a brown color. a little bit. Yeah, it does. Caramel. And then... I don't want to make a big noise with that. Once that's done with a Cristalino, they take it and they filter it through charcoal. They pull all the color out, and all the flavor stays. Do you think that affects the flavor at all, well, I would have to pair this against their normal or compare Añejo. this to a regular Añejo, and I haven't done that with the, the Herradura Ultra yet. So I don't know. So you'd have to take the Herradura Añejo, mm-hmm. the norm. Right. I would have to do the normal one first, try that, and see how... That sounds like a hard chore. Oh, it, like, it, it sounds it, like a lot of work. I, I, would, I would sacrifice for that. I would. <laughs> Like Just a flight, so we, have like a little so flight. Know. That's what we need to do one time. Have like skis and have like a little flight of. So, what does the website say about this? That has a lot of legs for something that's been filtered through charcoal. That has some pretty strong legs on it. Yeah, the only thing I'm familiar with filtered through charcoal is uh, Jack Daniels, and I think Dickel uses that too. I think they call it the Lincoln County process. Is that what it's called? Something like yeah, because. That's the only places where they really do it is... Right. So it says this premium tequila starts with one of our finest añejos and undergoes a charcoal filtering process to remove color and enhance smoothness. 
The complex taste of cooked agave, caramel, honey, and toasted almonds make Tequila Heredura Ultra the best tequila for enhancing cocktails such as a fresh margarita or paloma. Or don't what? mar it and just drink it because that's delicious. I don't know what a paloma is, but I'm not going to. Grapefruit, sir. It is, is it? tequila it's and grapefruit. You can either do yeah. fresh grapefruit juice or grapefruit so I'm soda. Not, I'm not going to take uh, what I would consider a at least a, a mid-grade tequila. And it's an ultra, it says on the bottom. Yeah, it's so actually So this is, ultra, um, ultra it is premium. aged four years. Four wow. years? Okay, yeah. cool. So it's actually an extra Añejo is what it is. It's over three. Maybe that's so what the ultra, ultra Maybe Añejo. that's what they call it. So the color is platinum. The nose is wood, vanilla, and caramel. The palate is subtle notes of cooked agave, caramel, vanilla, wood, honey, dried fruits, and toasted almonds with an easy and pleasant beyond smooth finish. So let's get this started. So I don't we, know if I call that platinum. I just call that clear. Yeah. That's their color is platinum. <laughs> they they platinum did it. They get to name it. So one tequila. Two tequila. Three tequila. Floor. <laughs> Creamy so, velvet sensation on the palate. Let's see. Well, that's nice. Oh, yeah, it is. It smells like an Añejo. Mm -hmm. It smells like caramel and vanilla. Cilantro. 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 <laughs> mm. It's a little sharper than the Clooney juice. You think so? Uh, yeah, you're right. I feel a little burny, burny. It's got a little bit of bite, but just... But so, just enough to make it... Just enough to <laughs> let you know you're drinking tequila. I get the almond. Now that they said almond, now my brain is I'm sorry. tasting almond. So, and, no, I mean, but I would have said vanilla and caramel before, but vanilla, now, like... I get vanilla, caramel. I can taste... Do you get the wood? I don't no. get a lot of wood out of it. So I think maybe they filtered that the, the oak out of that with the... The charcoal process, maybe. What's oh. odd about this is like you look at it and your brain is expect is, is ex expecting, expecting a blanco, a blanco, like mm -hmm. and then it's too smooth those, for that though. It's well, too smooth those, and sweet uh, for that. There's not enough alcohol behind it. Desserty notes. Yeah, mm -hmm. you get that <coughs> vanilla. You get that caramel. And and let's clarify for almonds. It's not like almond extract flavoring. It's actual like almonds, like a toasty. Tastes like cooked almond. almonds. Yeah, not like raw almonds, but yes, it's very tasty. Kind of like the slivers that, that are in between the green beans. <laughs> you green bean almondine. <laughs> you actually eat those? I thought you were supposed to flick those out. Or something. <laughs> Oh, uh, actually, a little bit. Actually, I would say <laughs> it tastes more like uh, biscotti. You know, the oh, Italian yeah. those, mm -hmm. or biscotti for biscotti. those of us that are not as um. Yeah, that's what it tastes like. Up on our Italian, I th um almost almond liqueurish yes. kind of. There is an almond, but not for like disarono. Sure. It's not. We're not there. No, because see, I don't like that flavor. No, it still tastes like agave mixed with that too, mm -hmm. but more like agave syrup or something instead of. There's so little pepper to this though. There, it ha it doesn't have a lot of pepper bite to it like a lot of tequilas do. You know, it's a little yeah. hot. Like there's a little, it's a little bit. There's hot. a little, but it's not. It's not. It's not overwhelming. It's not strong for sure. No, it's it's, it's still not one I'm going to be mixing like they're suggesting. No, I don't think that that would go well with lime and. This one, so, the recipe that they had weird. was called a basil smash. 
and it has like pineapple juice, lemon juice, agave nectar, egg white, and basil leaves. Egg white. I'm sorry, egg white. Yes. Like a whiskey sour? Yeah. Mm -mm. (laughs) Nope. But but pineapple and lemon, I can't, I don't think I want to put that with that. I like tequila too much. I like good tequilas, and I like tequila too much. To mar it? To bastardize it with. (laughs) What what, what I have to do with uh, pineapple is I'm going to bring that bottle of mezcal. Is it, and I've got pineapple juice because that's what cuts that smoke. You're supposed to use smoke. the fruit. But so, remember when we went to that tequila bar that he said you mix it with the pineapple and that cuts that smoke. Right. If you're not into the smoke, which I'm not. Yeah, me neither. Because that is not like good peat smoke in an Isla whiskey. Mm-hmm. It is like diesel. <laughs> that is like you're smoking a brisket. I am not a fan of mezcal. Let's that is just smoking leave it at a that. brisket. But that guy said that, and he, so. And the bartender down in uh, at that tequila bar we went to recently. San Antonio. Uh, yeah. So I'll, I'll have to bring that bottle of mezcal. That way I can leave it here. <laughs> okay. To get it off my... I mean, I don't know. It might be good with, with the pineapple. It might be. And some tahine. It yeah. might be. Lots tahine. Of, and by type pineapple, you mean half the bottle because it needs a lot. I'm thinking maybe, of fresh pineapple sliced up, dropped yep. in it with some tahini. They maybe, smoked yeah. it at the one we were at. <laughs> maybe a half a bottle of Irish right in front of it <laughs> to numb my... Ooh, man, it's rough. <laughs> it is rough. And they, it's not a cheap one. This is not Monte Alban. This is... I can't remember how to pronounce the name, but it, it's from Oaxaca, and it's it's a it's like a, a good decent, one. Well, they grilled the pineapple when they put it in it. a tag on the bottle. Like, mm. that kind oh, of but when I drank it, it was like, uh, what well, was like you were, uh, what do you call it? You know, when you take gas out of a gas tank, uh, siphoning, like you were siphoning diesel. Ooh. <laughs> That's rough. And okay. I like smoking yeah, whiskeys. Let's, let's do that on here. <laughs> but I, I can smell like when I smell it, I can smell the plant behind it. I can smell some floral notes and stuff. It's just, mm-hmm. whoa, I'm used to peat smoke. Like in scotch. Right. But yeah. I am not used to whatever the hell that is. <laughs> but this is good. This has none of that. We're talking about pet mezcal. This, this is none of that. not mezcal. You just said pineapple, so I said, you know what? We got to find something to do with that bottle of mezcal because I am not going to. Bring it. it. We'll do Maybe it. they just, they took some tumbleweeds and cooked Maybe it Maybe that's that. when we can do I mean, some cocktail shaking and you can appreciate a cocktail shaker. Yeah. I think that's what's made out of tumbleweed. <laughs> might it's, be yeah. burnt trash it's, it's not agave <laughs> that's for sure it's some other kind of cactusy plant Ooh. that's made out of it. Mm-hmm. okay oh so where do we go from here well what are you we were talking about? about san antonio okay and for our last hotel we referenced this one so i thought well let's just jump right in to the haunted hotel of emily morgan it's actually called the emily morgan hotel and it's in san antonio it is uh, one of the main haunted hotels in San Antonio that flanks the Alamo. It has been ranked number three as the most haunted hotel in the world recently. And I did look. I referenced that before, and I did look, and Stanley is number 10. So if that kind of gives oh, you wow. a reference. Of course, in that same one, I they say third. I saw fifth. Regardless, top five. Um, so Stephen King should have stayed at the... Stephen King did stay here, actually. Oh, he oh. did. And this is the hotel that he wrote, 1408. Oh, 
interesting because it was Stanley was the one that he stayed in that the shining. Inspired, the shining. inspired him to write The Shining. So Very the Emily Morgan is 1408, cool. and I will touch on that in just a minute. Okay, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to but walk to get, all over Nope, you. nope, nope, that was a good intro. So I'm going to give you a quick timeline real quick okay. to tell you about the hotel. It hasn't always been a hotel. Um, it was built in 1924 by Ralph Cameron, and it was it's a medical art, it was a intended to be a medical arts building and it was for the first you know 30 40 years of its existence is that a fancy way to say hospital um well um, that was more it had offices and a 50 bed hospital okay um medical arts building from 1924 to 1976 it is a 13 story tower gothic style with gargoyles portraying medical ailments and afflictions across the side of it Whoa. all of the gargoyles have some okay. sort of ailment or affliction hey doc i think i got the gargoyle <laughs> <laughs> i need this gargoyle frozen off of me <clears throat> look I, I hooked up with this girl and i ended up with a gargoyle if you, you do anything about it <laughs> i will say it is 13 stories however it does not have a 13th floor out of superstition it's the 14th floor it is it skips the 13th and goes to the 14th hence the 1408 oh, and guess what it doesn't have 13. it does not have a room 1408 because when you add those numbers together they equal 13 math is hard it's 13 yeah you're right yes so it goes from 1407 <clears throat> to the duke suite the duke suite yeah now, is that named after john wayne well i don't know oh, okay. or duke a, ellington <laughs> He made some good music. So, um, it was thought to have, and they say thought, so I can't really, there's nothing that actually says for sure that there was a psych wing, but it was thought that there was a section devoted to psychiatric care at the time. Um, it had a morgue and a crematorium as well. And there we have where Mm-mm. probably a lot of it originates. In 19, so that was 1924 to 1976. It was MD build, uh, like office building, uh, medical offices in a 50 bed hospital 1976 converted into office space in 1977 it was placed in the Nag- national register of historic places and then in 1984 it started its use as a hotel um, it oh. joined the hilton doubletree family in 2012 after a multi-million dollar renovation so they took an old hospital with a morgue and stuff and turned it into a hotel yes they did they did well, it had been office buildings, too. It wasn't like a straight-up hospital. Because it doesn't look like a hospital no, at all. No, it's a beautiful building. Very beautiful building. Yeah, absolutely. I was looking It looks like it was originally built as a hotel. It does. It does, for sure. Oh, lightning. Look at that lightning. Yeah. Um, now, of course, a lot of the hauntings come from the fact that it's built on the site of the Battle of the Alamo in 1836. Ooh. Did you hear that? Is this Would this have been the South Wall? Or? Yes. Yes, that's where one of the the oldest part of the Alamo is the is it the, the, barrack? the barrack part mm-hmm. that's in the front, and oh. it extended to it was extended into where the Emily Morgan is now. It is obviously not there now. Just the mission is there, and they show you where the barrack is, and it's there on site of the Alamo. That's where Colonel Travis died. Correct. Okay. But um, <clears throat> all of that, obviously, the, the mission, the Alamo itself, is you know the old mission church. And it has a wall around it now, but the Emily Morgan, um, when you go out to see the Alamo, they have multiple statues there. And we can put a picture on the web, on the face, on the website, excuse me, on the Facebook. Um, we were just there recently. And I took a picture. They actually have the statue of Emily Morgan 
right in front of the I building. I was about to ask, so who is can, Emily Morgan? So I'm going to get there. <laughs> so Emily I'm Morgan's pretty steeped history. in Texas history, and I'm yes. not familiar with So it comes name. from, from at the bottom. <laughs> yes. So Emily Morgan, um, originally named Emily D. West. This is the, okay. This is the girl. This is her history. The girl. I'm not even sure how you say it now these days, but the uh, mixed race yes. woman who mixed okay. race. Yes, I'll get there. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Now I know who she is. Okay. Yes, I know exactly. She was talking. born Emily D. West. Um, lived uh, born 1815. She died in 1891. She was a free woman of mixed race from Connecticut that was contracted contracted to James Morgan in New York as an indentured servant. And um, she, for one year, she was in Morgan's Point, Texas, as a housekeeper at a hotel. Um, indentured servants at that time took on the surname of their owners, hence her Emily Morgan. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why, though, it is unknown if she actually took his name. They don't actually, they just assume that she did. Um, the Battle of the Alamo was from February 23rd to March 6th of 1836. The Mexican army was held off for 13 days by the Texian army, which were recent immigrants in the U.S., and a small militia from Tennessee that was led by Davy Crockett. They were volunteers, which is where the Tennessee volunteer mascot comes from. And they came to Texas, and they the Texan Texian army at that time was led by Dave, uh, James Bowie. David. James Bowie. Bowie. Really? James Bowie and William Good B. Travis. The leader of the Mexican army was General... Antonio Lopez de Santa Ana. And so at the Alamo, of course, we know that they held him off for 13 days, though the Mexican army defeated them. However, at the Battle of San Jacinto, April 21st, 1836, is when the battle ended, the war ended. The Tex- yeah, we caught him sleeping. We did. Sleeping with Emily Morgan. Emily West is how she's portrayed it should, that's the name that I when you said that Emily Morgan oh. I was like oh, Emily Morgan yeah so by em- the way portrayed by Cynthia Ade Robinson in the wonderful History Channel series Texas Rising <laughs> <laughs> so it's great Emily yeah, Morgan comes into the story like the sponsorship from the History Channel <laughs> no I'm just saying it is it is great if you're especially if you're a Texan it's got a great George Strait song as the theme for it. it's a fantastic you can't series. go wrong with that yeah. right <laughs> So I gave you the background of the Alamo because that happened from February 23rd to March 6th. Mm -hmm. She was a housekeeper at this hotel in Morgan's Point, Texas, and she was kidnapped by the Mexican army on April 16th of 1836. So we fast forward to the Battle of San Jacinto on April 21st of 1836. Santa Ana was said to be preoccupied in his tent by Emily Morgan, or West, Mm -hmm. who was then, because he was preoccupied... Um, they were then caught off guard when Sam Houston and the Texian army raided the camp. And so that's how they caught him off guard. That's the rumor. That, that's the legend that they caught that's him off guard. That's always been the legend. So yep. now this story is came from William Bolaert's journal that was published in 1956. And he was told that story by Sam Houston himself during a steamer trip. Hmm. He was an Englishman. So that's what Sam Houston said happened. So Emily Morgan is then known, the description of the song, The Yellow Rose of Texas, describes what Emily West Morgan looked like. So people think that that's what it's based off of because she is like the folk, the folk heroine 
of mm-hmm. the Alamo that helped them win. So that's how she, that's how they named this hotel by her. Now, um, it's so, said to be obviously very haunted. Right. Go ahead. A couple of different things. They say phones ringing in the middle of the night when there's no one. And then when you pick it up, there's nobody there. Pillows tossed when the cleaning service makes the bed. They would go into the bathroom to clean it and come back and all the pillows would be off the bed and thrown around the room. Um, one time a sales manager stayed the night at the hotel. She was in the the, bre- the restaurant. There's a restaurant called Oro. Gold. Which means gold in gold Spanish. In Spanish. Yeah. When she returned to her room, her bathtub was full of blue water. <clears throat> that happened to my toilet once. <laughs> that, I think the cleaning staff came and just put the stuff. <laughs> like, the... <laughs> all over the bathtub. <laughs> no, I mean, that, that happened to my toilet once. You get the little thing that you hang down in there and it turns all the it's water blue. Little cakes. <laughs> Uh, doors closing for no reason. The sound of hospital carts outside of people's doors. Uh, um, and then the 14th floor. Hospital? Like gurneys. Yeah. Not okay. room service carts. No, hospital. Like gurneys. I guess it sounds different. Which I guess it does. It does. And then the four. And the, I, I saw this over numerous stories about how the 14th floor smells like antiseptic or a Band-Aid smell. Mm-hmm. That when you. That, I died. Yeah. When people got off at the 12th and then went to the 14th. There was a marked difference in smell in the two. And then um, another very common report is the elevator stop at random floors for no reason. People are talking about how they go from two to six and they're like, oh, we're stopping. They'd open the doors. Nobody's there. Then it would take them to eight and they were trying to go to like three and it took them like to four different floors before it finally opened up on three. That's the ghost of Otis again. He's yeah. Again. <laughs> yeah. Or Thiessen. And then women in white walking around the halls and shadows moving when there's nothing there that should create a shadow. So, um, there are some stories of people, like actual specific stories. One of them, somebody said they were finishing up their trip in Texas for their last day. We stayed at the Emily Morgan Hotel in San Antonio. From the beginning, I got a bad vibe. Starting off with the elevator, me and my brother were going down to the pool. As a joke, I say out loud, these ghosts are chill. Maybe they want to come swimming with us. Right as I said that, the elevator stops. Me and my brother are both confused because no one pressed the button. I tell him, someone is probably getting on. The door opens to absolutely no one. I my nervous. brother and I, I just want to reach through the computer internet to her. I know. And I'm sorry. I'm her not correcting it as I read it. <laughs> I sometimes will do that, but I didn't. I nervously <clears throat> laugh, but thought it was kind of funny because they were proving that they were there which was cool he's talking about the ghosts after a little bit we went out to dinner coming back to the elevator i say "Uh oh guys we might get haunted very spooky every light in the lobby goes out the woman at the front desk calmly goes yep they heard you well i was just laughing it off again we went back showered and slept well all until 5 30 in the morning when my dad taps me on the shoulder and goes yo near the door there's a little girl i just say out loud what the hell as I turned to the hallway area the, where the door was, right there, a little girl was there for maybe two seconds. Needless to say, I was freaked out. So around 8.30, we wake up and get ready for the day. My brother was on his phone looking through pictures and videos. He says from across the room, wow, really scary picture you got me. And I said, what are you talking about? And he says, the stupid video you put on my phone at 2.56 this morning. I put nothing on his phone. His phone was also not where he put it the night before. The video was a dark scream and extremely loud breathing. I'll attach, and he said, I'll attach the video if anybody wants to tell me their thoughts. That's his report about the different things that he sees. Um, This person says, something weird happened in my room in 1401. I was in the shower and my phone was 
in the desk by the TV. Why are you putting it in the desk? I got out of the shower, putting my clothes on, and my phone beeps. I check it out, and my phone was in the process of trying to initiate a FaceTime call with two random people in my contacts. I grabbed the phone and ended the calls. I called the people asking them if they tried to FaceTime with me. They answered that they hadn't, but stated that I had. So that was one. So if you... So if you wanted to flash somebody and you wanted to send them one of those kind of pictures, <laughs> it's, but you wanted to make it look like it was an accident, you go to the Emily Morgan. What was that website you, where it was like you just get random uh, chat roulette? I don't know about <clears> chat <throat> roulette. chat roulette on your phone. And yeah, it's not on my phone. It's not on mine. <laughs> you don't, okay, you don't remember chat roulette. Good. Okay, here's my story about my stay at the Emily Morgan 10 years ago. I was traveling alone and stayed at this fine older hotel because it was smaller and more historic than the Grand Hyatt, which is a bomb hotel there, where I was attending a convention during the day. I was in an older room with double doors to the bath, and I had a relatively quiet, uneventful stay. The last night of the convention was a formal ball, so I was in my tux, a 40-year-old feeling dashing and found myself alone in that weirdly shaped lobby waiting for the valet with my car, which if you look at their lobby, the way that the, it's on a corner. And so it's almost like a V is what the building is like. I don't know what the lobby like looks the, like, but but like the hotel. The flat iron. Yes, it's at the corner. Yeah, it looks like the Continental Hotel in the John Wick movies, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he said, "I tempted fate by saying out loud that a fine lady at this hotel should join me for a fine time at the ball." The formal ball went well, and when I collected the digitals and other photos of our group for that evening, every single picture of me, whether taken on my camera or not, had a round, luminous orb either by my heart in the hook of my arm or at my hand. It even seemed to shrink in size and retreat to my arm when I was embracing or near another woman for the photos taken. My wife, who did not accompany me to Texas for the event, saw all the pictures and suggested to me that someone took me up on my invitation to the ball from the Emily Morgan. <laughs> Every single picture had an orb. In not where dust you or an insect, but an orb. Well, I, I think it's interesting that it's every photo every and, and all of it over his heart or on yeah, his arm. That does kind of rule out the whole dust do, thing. Do you need a hall pass for a ghost? No. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> this person said that they hadn't had any experiences. Does count. No. They hadn't had any experiences. They stayed. It was a great time until around 3.30 in the morning, the morning that they were going to leave. The phone in the room started to ring. It rang a few more times throughout the night, and picking up the headset yielded a busy tone, which made no sense. Front desk staff assured us that they never contacted us. We, we agreed this was something paranormal. If anyone's interested, we stayed on the seventh floor, which is one of the floors that's known to be haunted, which I think all of the floors are haunted. I but. tell you what, something keeps waking me up. I'm just going to pull the, pull the cord out of it, and then if it rings, <laughs> then you know. Then you know. Right? So, then you know it's something paranormal. And not just an issue with the switchboard or the, with the phone systems. John is an Encyclopedia Britannica when it comes to history. Okay. So let me ask, how many people on the Mexican out of the Mexican army died at the Alamo? Was it sixteen hundred? Six hundred. Six. I it thought says sixteen hundred. Well, it may have. It may have. Uh, on every, the, and the Mexican army. Yes, at the Alamo. Oh, 1600, the Texan army. It? Texan army was six hundred. Yeah, it's a lot more than that. For the Mexican army, uh, actually, I can tell you right because at the Alamo, uh, four to six hundred Mexican soldiers killed and uh, one hundred and eighty-two to two hundred and fifty-seven on the Texas side. Okay, so right. it was six hundred so, is what you always see. Mexicans. Yeah, there were three thousand. I believe the strength was three thousand. The army, the Mexican, Mexican army, army, at the twenty-one hundred. Okay, twenty-one hundred. So they lost 
600 on their side. We lost everyone. almost 200. Yeah, everyone. We well, there were all. 260 present before the line in the sand and right. and Moses rose and the and the yeah. cowards left. Um, <laughs> the cowards left. I'll there were that. three survivors, if I'm correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe they were all um, women and uh, a couple of uh, enslaved people. Mm-hmm. There was an enslaved children? man. Yeah, there was. <clears throat> there was a who grown left? man who was, uh, I believe he was, uh, uh, it was either Jim Bowie's or William Travis's slave, but. It wasn't Bowie's. It was, it was, it was, it was according to the movie, it was Travis's. It was William Travis's Travis slave, is, yeah. Travis's slave. He, he survived they, because uh, slavery was illegal in Mexico mm-hmm. under Mexican law, and so they did not kill the slaves that were there. Right. So, you think about all those people that died. Mm-hmm. Now, you couple that with it being a hospital, and you have, and I've worked in several hospitals. So, you got mm-hmm. over 800 people, 800 and almost 900 people that died in that battle. You've got a lot of potential for souls lost. Well, and they had a morgue you know? and a crematorium, so there's no telling mm-hmm. what kind of stuff you have from that perspective. So, odds are pretty good that it's haunted. I have two more stories. Mm-hmm. So this person was on the seventh floor. EMF readings in our room were very high, and we actually saw a shadowy figure in our room just before dawn. The shrieking, willful elevators did not disappoint, and they definite, we definitely got an uneasy feeling on a quick trip up to the 13th, 14th floor. In the midst of all that, the hotel was clean, efficient, and comfortable. <laughs> not above average posh, but it delivered exactly what we were looking for. <laughs> not above average posh. So, um, and then this one... We had a great time at the Emily Morgan Hotel. We went for a couple's weekend and were greeted by valet promptly as we pulled up. As soon as you enter the lobby, you smell roses. It is subtle and not overpowering. Are they yellow roses? I would hope so. Check-in was a breeze. We headed to the elevators and they were operating efficiently our entire stay. Our room was on the sixth floor with a great view of the Alamo and other hotels. The Emily Morgan is a quick walk to almost everything. Um, says... So my ghost story, as soon as I walked into our room, number 603, I felt an overwhelmingly sense, sense, overwhelming sense of calm. It was really weird. I slept so well that night. Second night, we are lying in bed watching TV, and I feel someone pull my hair three times. It wasn't like I got caught on something. I literally felt someone pull my hair three times. My husband had started to fall asleep, and when I sat up to tell him what happened, he thought I was joking. It didn't scare me or freak me out. I just smiled. Third night, in bed again, watching TV, and I feel someone tap on my ankle. This time I stayed still and said, babe, someone's tapping on my ankle right now. And then I kicked the air. That time did freak me out because everyone had convinced me that no one pulled my hair the night before. It was such a cool experience. We'll definitely be back. You know what would freak me out? If I felt someone pulling my hair. Yes. It would definitely freak you out. It would be a phantom. (laughs) A phantom pull. It would. That should freak you out, John. So, you know, those are a few of the stories. I mean, obviously to be on the list of one of the most haunted hotels in the world, there's got to be a lot of things. You can see that people will report that they had, you know, paranormal experiences, but they don't go into detail about what they saw. But overwhelming majority is the elevators go crazy, the smell. um, I... There were some people that were talking about like hearing what you know the phones when they would pick it up that sounded busy, which was weird. And then some people said that they would hear like what they thought was fighting. 
people fighting like in the room next to them mm -hmm. but then they would call down there and they would and the the people would say well there's nobody this in that room or well something. one person said there's nobody in that room we don't know oh, why wow. you would hear that and then somebody else said oh it's probably just some a drunk you know mm -hmm. some drunk people and having a fight but then like there would be nobody they would see that would come out of that room and like a couple of times they would hear like adjoining room like the doors jingle like the hand the knob <clears throat> jiggling <clears throat> so um i will say that i've heard reports and seen reviews that the oro restaurant's really good <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at the menu right now you know me right so i'm sitting it's, here looking it's at the top menu. notch it's um, it's one of your like fine dining if i remember this is the alamo burger so you got a burger with jalapeno on a jalapeno cheddar bun with pico de gallo, avocado, fried onions, and chorizo queso. Oh my god! Wow. For so, only eighteen dollars. It's not too bad for all that. So you're either going to end up at the cardiologist or the proctologist. <laughs> <laughs> There's a Shiner Bach braised short rib with Ooh. guajillo, honey glazed carrots, garlic mashed potatoes, and Shiner Bach demi glace. There you go. For $32. I love me some food. I will say what I was surprised when I was reading the reviews of this and stuff. Mm -hmm. A lot of people are like, we didn't know it was a haunted hotel. We didn't know it was a haunted hotel. How and they would get mad. And I'm like, why? How do you who? go to the Alamo and not know that it's <laughs> so, a haunted hotel? From Texas or not? All three of them. Who goes? All of them. Yeah. The Minger, the Crockett, and the Emily Morgan. Yeah. So who goes to any hotel that was built in the early 1900s? And doesn't it's check. Not, don't, didn't expect it to be haunted. <laughs> and doesn't expect it to be haunted, or doesn't at least look at TripAdvisor to see, hey, yeah. I'm going here because of the hauntings. Mm -hmm. You know, like, like for me, you know, I'm like, oh, I want to go to a haunted hotel. I want right. to see those things. And I understand if you don't want to, because back in the day, like, I'd have been like, uh, uh. But at least I would like find out about it. Like, this is not one of those hotels. This is not like a Days Inn or a motel that you're driving down the street and you're like, well, we need to stop off for a night. Like, this <laughs> right. is you a plan. like, no, you booked a, that. You booked this. I mean, valet's yeah. forty dollars. Like, yeah, you, this, you you didn't just happen upon the no. Emily Morgan. Like, <laughs> it wasn't the Motel Six out on the highway. No. no, I mean. He didn't leave the light on for you. I mean, it's <laughs> right. you had you, you saw it. One. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, that just shocked me. I, I will be honest, though. I mean, I'm not surprised because it's right there at the the side of the Alamo. So I'm not just I'm not surprised that it's haunted. It was built in the 1920s, and it was a hospital. Did Ozzy Osbourne ever pee on it? I don't know, but he did pee on the Alamo. <laughs> no, so. he didn't actually. Oh, he didn't. He did he pee pure neat. neat Dead, 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 dead. No, we he was near today. the. He Alamo. was arrested for public. So on, so there was a, on that Ozzy and Jack's road trip show uh -huh. where he and him and Jack went on. They went to San Antonio for the first time since 1983 or whatever that right. happened, and uh, they met with a local uh, congressman or the state representative from there mm -hmm. who had the records pulled, pulled the arrest records. He was arrested for public intoxication. There is not men one mention of it at all. And he was a block away from the Alamo when he was arrested. There's nothing in the arrest report okay. about him urinating on the Alamo. It is urban legend. I can honestly say. And he is <laughs> welcome back in San Antonio now. I can, I can <clears throat> honestly say every time that I've been on the Riverwalk right across from the Alamo, you could have arrested me for public intoxication. <laughs> Because that is one of those places that it's just like every place you go, it's a bar, it's a restaurant, it's a tequila bar. It's, yeah, I mean, but I, I think he was beyond that. It was Ozzy. Come on, it everything he did it was over the top. It was, yeah. And so, just for reference, if you ever wanted to stay, um, there's some, depending on the day that you go, 
Mm-hmm. There's some rooms, $149 a night. That's reasonable. How much is Are they the uh, size of a closet? Then there's one that's 721 So How much is the Duke suite? I won't stay in the Duke I know, suite. No, right? Let me see. Let me see if I can uh, <laughs> figure out this Duke suite business. I'm not staying in these pauper rooms. So from what I... Pauper. Okay. <laughs> I, don't want the, I don't want to be around the poors down the... So when... Uh, Oh, the Duke Suites, the seven twenty one. That's not bad compared to that Stockyards Hotel that with twelve hundred suites. Um, mm-hmm. So one King Duke Suite, Alamo City View. It actually is. Does it have a balcony and stuff? I don't know. I'm, I'm pulling up the pictures, but it looks pretty swank. Sleeps five, mini fridge, jetted tub, coffee maker, LCD TV, seating area with sofa, three hundred thread count sheets. Oh, that's hello, wow, whirlpool so... bath. Just to point out that I have way higher thread count than at home, and I bought him at Target for yeah. next to nothing. You, you get a <laughs> like bathrobe. Like 800 thread counts. You can get a bathrobe. Oh, do you, can you keep it? I don't think so. Of course you can, but it gets They're going to charge your credit card once you're gone. They figure out your <laughs> It has ticket. an ergonomic desk chair. Spacious two-room suite. What is the 140? What do you get for 149 bucks? Because it's kind of tempting. Let me see. I'm, I'm looking to see I, for- Oh, you get two phones in this one. Just that so you can get ring. two. So, so can wake you up twice. Yes. You get double jacked with by High speed internet at no charge. Oh. Braille room numbers. Oh, thank God. So the thing, the thing is. I love it when they put that on there. It might be 149 for a room, but you, like where we live, I, I know everybody, well, I don't know that everybody, but Texas is a huge state. Mm. And for us to drive to San Antonio, it's what, somebody it's up about, in the Northeast could drive across three or four states. Oh, yeah. It takes, a, we're about four and a half. No, it's four mm. hours to Austin. So it's a good it's five. It's a good five, six. Yeah, it's, it's five, five, six five and a half, hours. six. Yeah. Easy. Unless you forget your clothes. You're another hour and a half past Austin. And it takes four hours to get it from here to Austin. So, I forgot so. my pants. <laughs> Our last trip <laughs> to San Antonio, we were only going to stay one night. And then it ended up being two nights. But anyway. This is when you guys stayed at the one on the north end. Of the, we stayed in the, the Crockett. The Crockett. And <laughs> we're driving into San Antonio and there's traffic. And Alyssa says, I'm going to change into, because we're like in traveling clothes. And we travel, we dress bummed out and it's comfortable because you're sitting in the car, right? right. So, you know, sweat I'm wearing pants sweatpants. And, <laughs> you don't want a belt cutting into your. No. So we're like uh-uh. in sweatpants and t-shirts. Like and Mike and I's Slim's felt abs. <laughs> <laughs> so we're pulling into San Antonio. We're in traffic. And Liz says, I'm going to change my clothes before we get to the hotel because it's really nice there. And we're going to go out someplace nice to eat. And blah, blah, blah. And we're sitting in traffic, so why not, right? So she's going to hop. I mean, I could think of a couple of reasons. I mean, yeah, well, 18-wheeler pulls up next to you. We're, in a t- we're see, not in a fishbowl. We're in a tinted yeah, vehicle. He'll, he'll I mean, see my hot wife in the back <laughs> changing clothes. I don't care. So she, <laughs> You voyeur. Yeah, right? So exhibitionist. Excuse me. Uh, get it straight. The so, voyeur would be looking. Right. And so anyway, she hops back here and she goes back up. And I swear to God, her eyes are the size of that shot glass. And she's like... <gasps> I left my pants at home. I'm like, <laughs> I forgot my pants. What? My jeans are at the house. I didn't bring them. I'm like, oh. So my I literally. God. What had... did you take? I mean, when you just had sweatpants? I just had yeah, sweatpants. We're traveling. I mean, and we were going to spend one night, so we didn't like get crazy, right? So I was just going to grab pants, like 
I think my jeans were hanging up in the laundry room, which is right next to our room. And so I'm like, I'll just grab them. My, meanwhile, I'm also packing the child to go for a week with yeah, my family for spring break, making sure. And she had a cast at the time. So I had to make sure she's got the cast cover and she's got all of the stuff that she can wear. And it's supposed to rain and be cold because it's been unseasonably so, cold this year. So she's having to pack two basically for cold and, and warm because she's going to Yavalde. It's been a week in Yavalde for spring break. Yeah. So she didn't. She had to pack for cold weather. She had to pack for warm weather. Right. And then I had to put the dog has to go to my sister's, and so I'm packing the dog stuff. And I'm just what? What kind of clothes do you pack for Winston? Well, he has a sweater. <laughs> of course he does. No lie. It's unseasonably cold. You have to admit it was cold. It was, and cold. it's cold right now. He like, has a fur coat, but he, yeah. No, he has. He, gets he doesn't cold. have fur. He yeah, has he's, hair. He's mostly chihuahua. So yeah. No. Mm-hmm. He doesn't look like it, though, and he doesn't have any fur. He has hair. Regardless, I forgot my pants. So then, of course, of course, we have literally by six minutes past the last exit to any semblance of an affordable place to shop, i.e. Target, Walmart, to pick up. You're on 35 coming into town? Or? Uh, Were no, we on 35? No, we took coming, a different route somehow. We, coming, we angled in. Instead of coming straight down, we were... Oh, you would like we bypassed thirty five because this was Old San Friday Antonio night. Road or something like that. This is Friday night, so we like circumvented it, like very took mm-hmm. a very circuitous route so that we cut off like it was like twenty five minutes less, but we also got to, to go, go like down to College Station and come down from there. Well, we were already in Buda. We oh. were in South Austin, but we took the the toll road that you can go eighty five miles an hour on that I had love no traffic. That road. Isn't it great? I love that. Yes. Road. So anyway, we we go and it, this took another extra hour. So we ended up staying twice, which if we had known the cost of some of the other hotels, we probably would have been like, hey, we'll pack up our crap and then go to another hotel because it was cheaper than where we stayed. But so just so you know, the 149, there's a two queen bed option and then a one king bed option that has like a day bed that's sitting in front of the window, but it doesn't have your two separate suites. It only has one phone to annoy you. That's better. <laughs> and it don't doesn't have a robe. Not sure the count of the sheets. It doesn't tell me. So Off the, topic, but how on the eighty five? How fast did you go? Ninety. I've never seen any enforcement on there. Well, because you're paying to be on there, so a lot of times they don't. Infor- they do here. It's kind of like toll roads. Or I was going like Italy, uh, ninety in yeah, the truck around there. Minimal is. But I've seen them take Lamborghinis around there, like going over hundred. Oh, easy. well over. Oh, I'm sure. <clears throat> Going to Lake Travis around that way, I take that. Uh-huh. Oh my! Oh, God, it's, it's definitely so worth it too to get a, circumvent traffic. You know, in Texas, we have 35 these, is ridiculous. In Texas, we have these long stretches of highway that sometimes are very flat and very open and wide, and and there's no uh, local constabulary monitoring the <laughs> uh, speed there. And I've heard of guys getting on their FJR. Uh, and going 140 miles an hour just south of uh, which is Lufkin. a motorcycle, yeah, just south of Lufkin doing 140 miles an oh, hour. Yeah, there's, there's, I, I've never done that. Of yeah, course. if you're coming is... out of El Paso, oh yeah, coming back or going, mm-hmm. there is a long, long stretch between oh. about 100 miles between El Paso and that border checkpoint that's in the middle of the desert, middle of nowhere. Well, let's get real. Anytime you get past Fort Worth, you have that. And the only law know? enforcement you see after you leave El Paso is the border patrol vehicles a hundred miles later. <laughs> right. And it's flat desert. Mm-hmm. We live in a wonderful state. We do. Sorry. You can have anything you want. You want beach? We got it. You want forest? We got it. 
You want, you want desert? desert? We you got want it. high desert? You want mountains? You want we hills? Got it. You want lakes? We got that. You can get a deluxe king room with an Alamo view for 178 on a Thursday. So, much more affordable to me than especially the stockyards. Um, newer, it's a double tree, it's a Hilton. So if you have Hilton Honors points, you can go there for that price. But um, definitely something I'd like to stay in and check uh, out. I have all the Quinta Gold membership. <laughs> well, you know, my, well, bucket, <laughs> my bucket list has every haunted hotel in the world that I want to check off. Well, this know. one's definitely going to be, it's in the top 10. And when we were looking at it, like the Stanley is on there. There's quite a few actually in America that are on there, but there's a few, there's one in Italy, there's one in France, there's a couple in Germany. Um, but obviously, England, I mean, a probably. lot of those, yes, we, some castles. I've stayed in the, in the, the, Crockett. the Crockett. I've stayed in the Crescent. I've stayed in Basin Park. You know, yeah, we'll have so. to hit up the Eureka I, one soon. Yeah, I don't for, think I've ever stayed. I, I, I've stayed in, uh, there was one in Mobile. I cannot remember the name of it, but it is an old antebellum mansion that's a hotel. I stayed there. You were with your, your mom with and your family, daughter? Yeah, and your yeah, aunt? yeah. And I had the the, yeah. the balcony suite up top by myself, to myself. So, did you the see Maga- the ghost? The Malaga Inn? Did yes. Malaga? Malaga? That's it. That's it. Yep. Did and anybody pull your hair? No. Um, I did get chills and stuff, but that's because I had my own thermostat in there for that room, and this was July. <laughs> and so, I had that some bitch cranked right down. It was like on 65. <laughs> but I will say uh, this about the Malaga Inn best most comfortable amazing memory foam mattress and pillows oh, i've ever nice. slept on in my life absolutely amazing at a beautiful hotel wonderful i had a balcony overlooking the street with the spanish uh moss and moss stuff, and stuff. Mm-hmm. hey That's i mean cool. it was really nice and the other one was in kansas city i cannot remember the name of it, it was in downtown kc was there for a by the way the malaga inn has been named the sixth best haunted hotel in america by usa today in september of 22 it is a wonderful stay great br- uh, breakfast the next day uh, top notch didn't see any ghosts if I did feel a cold spot it was my fault I wouldn't have known any different because I had the air conditioner cranks right um, also the one in Kansas City I actually went ghost hunting there sort of uh, I went by myself to the old section the old 19th century section is it of the, the Hotel Phillips Ah, no, I don't think so. They have a new section that's brand new tower, and then they have an old section. Twenty one C Museum Hotel. No. Mm. Mm. And the old section is still the same way as it would have been like in nineteen hundred. Oh, that's cool. Uh, and it's not in use. Like actual check in and stuff is in the new tower. Okay. So the old one still has the mail slots. The old like message slots for every uh-huh. room and stuff and the old switchboard it's kind of odd because there's this beautiful hand carved oak thing and sitting on top of it is a Linksys wireless router <laughs> and then some cat five cables right and, and that's the only modern thing down there there's a little library and sitting room and there's supposedly this blue lady that haunts the place and i went i spent like an hour down there in the middle of the night with my phone just taking pictures behind me calling out asking if are you there you know mm-hmm. elms hotel and spa nothing happened belvoir winery and inn uh, epperson house this the, is like the a, coats hotel i don't remember it was 2015 mule hotel oh, okay I thought maybe if I said it, you'd it's know a it. big hotel downtown. Like the new tower is big. Hotel Phillips is a big one. I don't think you're going to stir it. 
Speaking of La Quinta's, though, he had an experience at a La Quinta. I did? At my great-grandmother's funeral. Oh, yeah. You know what? There's no telling how many murders have occurred in La Quinta's around this country. <laughs> no, we really think it was my great-grandmother that Half came right before the time I stay in one, I assume that there is a dead hooker in the mattress. Okay. Well. <laughs> I, I could be honest with you. I don't automatically go to dead hooker in the mattress. <laughs> no. It's just... I maybe I should, but I don't. But I know that uh, I know that hotels that there is a high number of suicides in, in hotels because people, people don't, don't want to do it at home. Don't want to leave that at home, and you know, in front of their family, so they go to hotels. So, was there any mention of any suicides or anything? There wasn't, like at the stockyards. There yeah, was, I was not. Say, like, no, I think that this one is because of they think that it's enriched in the Alamo history, and right. that's a lot of what it is, though. There were less reports about. There were some reports of people in like art, like a uniform dress. Mm-hmm. Uh, so less like hospital. No, like army, like oh, military really? uniform. Mm-hmm. But there was more reports of that from the Crockett than there were from Emily uh, Morgan. Emily Morgan is more on the hospital side of things mm-hmm. because that's when it was constructed. You know, because the Davy Crockett's been there longer than what the Emily Morgan had been. Right. So um, you. They have a lot more of the hospital hauntings. Crematorium. There's a report the crematorium was on the roof. So that's why they think that the 14th floor is more haunted than the morgue is downstairs. Well, that, that would make sense of the crematorium. Yeah, because it's blowing up that yeah. way. And the morgue is downstairs. Mm-hmm. Um, there are ghost tours you can do here, and they will let you go down there and explore all those things. Oh, really? Yes. Um, yeah, at one point, I think they had that blocked off. The they did. Morgan. but okay. I've So I don't know if you could like tomorrow go mm-hmm. you can through the city we saw those when we were there mm-hmm. but in the actual building i'm not sure that you can actually go down there anymore yeah. um i think covid changed a lot of things for some mm-hmm. of these places um but this is definitely on my list of places to go for one thing it's just beautiful we'll put some pictures up but yeah, it's they're, they're it's, great. it's absolutely beautiful just the gothic that mid-century gothic style is something you just can't i believe you know, it was the phillips you can't see anything yeah. anywhere. You know, you don't see that well, everywhere. That mm-hmm. That's the old section. So we stayed in the tower across the street, the new rooms. Uh-huh. But this was also part of the same. It's owned by Marriott now. And uh, you were allowed to go down there. Mm. And you just, there's actually, you would go across there, do your thing to get in, just like you were getting into the main tower. Mm-hmm. And then middle of the night, there's nobody there. And it is ancient. But they have remodeled that since then. They had not. It was still original. But now it's all super posh and modern down there but really see there's something about hotels that? that i love just like i love ancient like mansions and like castles i love i the love hotels. Old, i love staying in them I, I like staying in them i like learning about them i like going to see old ones and learning about the history I and mean, the haunted thing i'm like i don't really know that i want to experience any of it but some of it's pretty cool so this one's definitely one you should put on your bucket list um for one thing i just it's just pretty to take pictures i of. love hotel you know what i love staying in a hotel the smell cranking the ac down <laughs> you don't have to any, of them, any of them right yeah. and you yeah, don't yeah. have to worry about keep, you don't I, have to worry about your dad going i can't I, cool you don't the have, whole neighborhood yeah, you don't have to worry about the electric bill you don't have to worry about <laughs> oh it's texas in august we're gonna have an 800 hundred dollar electric bill you don't have to worry about that and they just get extra cold because it's that one room, you know, mm-hmm. even if it's the old, you know, it doesn't have a thermostat. You have to actually touch the thing that's below the window yeah. and stuff. I always crank them and keep them Unless super you go cold. to the Crockett, which everybody talked about how hot it was, which usually in a haunted hotel, it's cold. 
Yeah, but you guys room. Uh, not the, the Crockett. So I'm sorry, not high. the Crockett. The stockyards that I did mm-hmm. before that everybody talked about no hot water and it was hot in there. The Crockett didn't get hot. We had our own. No, and we I'm had surprised. super high ceilings. Those ceilings. Yeah, the ceiling. The I, pictures I, I sent you. What mm-hmm. 16 foot. Easy. It was tall. But what's so striking to me is like they've remodeled all these and they all have their individual thermostats with their individual AC units mm-hmm. now. So you're not competing. You don't have the, you know, like in the motels where they're on the outside and leaking out the floor and you're hoping that they still work. <laughs> like you have your own thermostat and you can like jack them down. And it's like, I think we, I ran it at the Crockett at like 68 because I was like, we getting cold in here. Oh, it yeah. was hot. It was hot, unseasonably hot when we were there. I yeah, had that one at the Malaga down around 65. Yeah. Like when I woke up, the windows were like, had, had the water over them. I mean, and I was like bundled up in July, oh, yeah. completely bundled up under sheets of covers and stuff. At, but I will say this about the Malaga, that this, the suite, the nice room that I stayed in up there, <clears throat> there are paintings with eyes that do seem to follow you around the Ooh, room. like the Mona Lisa? Not you know, quite she... that good. Oh, okay. Not that good. No. Uh, more like... Uh, <laughs> Not as good as Mona yeah. Lisa. More like you picked it up at a Kincaid gallery, but... <laughs> Hey, that's still no. I mean, it's not bad. I mean, they actually look like you know, like a 18th century for they wear the wigs and stuff. The big mm-hmm. like they look like Marie uh-huh. Antoinette, but the eyes do kind of freak you out a little bit. Do they? Yeah. Don't hear that. I did. Even if you don't see a ghost, we, if you're in Mobile. It's probably the nicest stay in Mobile. It's not hard to. Do. It's a beautiful place. I lived there for three years. You I know, don't remember it. Much, I think, really. I did. I was like eight. I think what we should do is we should record sound effects just to play and maybe get some lighting effects to flash lightning outside. <laughs> I'll tell you like what, that. nature was doing it just then. I yeah. know. That's what I'm saying. We should do that for every show. We could make it, since it's spooky haunted type stuff, we, we get sound effects and, and lighting and stuff to make it look like it's lightning. I definitely want to go stay here. I want to see at the Emily Morgan. I want to see if the water is better. When we say at... Uh, the Crockett, the water went uh, hot, cold, hot, cold, hot, cold. Well, this is very reasonable for an Alamo adjacent hotel. Absolutely. Mm. I think that, I mean, I'll have to do some report. I'm sure it's seasonal too, as far as price. Probably. I'll have to do um, the history, or excuse me, I'm going to have to do the research of the Crockett too, because it was a lot of fun to stay there. It's a beautiful hotel as well. Um, but I'll tell you, like in August, <laughs> every day is 140. <laughs> It's That's so the temperature hot. outside. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> We're in Texas. Let's see what it is in October. Everybody likes to go places in October. 182. That is still the outside 174. temperature in most of October. Yes. 316 on a Tuesday. So these are Ooh. telling you like when you go and on look at their website. Yeah. When you go look at their it, website, it'll tell you. Yeah. But that Tuesday happens to be Halloween. Oh. Oh. Well, Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let go. me. Yeah. Let me. Haunted qualify hotel on that. Yeah. Um, November 174, 182. So your general queen, king, normal room right. is going to be less than $200, which to be right downtown in the heart of the Riverwalk in a haunted hotel that looks cool as hell from the outside and has some little ghosties cool. and yeah. spirit, some spirit of, friends. Just some of the architecture in 137, the, in the 124. That's really good. 124 is cheaper than a Holiday Inn Express. That's yeah. truth. That's really good. So we want to stay at the Emily Morgan. We do. Let's do it. I will eat at Oro. And eat at Oro. Mm-hmm. Which I will dine upon. And I just happen to know that you can see Voodoo Donuts from the front of Emily Morgan. 
So okay. Yeah, if bacon, you stand uh, at the yeah. front of Emily Morgan Voodoo Donuts, is right down the street oh, yeah. don't on Houston. Don't want to miss that either. You get so. some San Antonio fajitas. Oh, it's All the food there is absolutely I, amazing. Yeah, I don't know if I would eat. Actually, maybe if you needed to grab a quick burger at the hotel, but there's way too many fantastic Mexican food restaurants oh, my in gosh. San Antonio yeah. to. I San Antonio it's itself. We could do multiple podcasts on San Antonio and everything about it. Oh, Haunted Fonda. food, all of it. Yep. All right. Alrighty. So let's go there. Take me there. Emily Morgan. We do Emily Morgan someday. And what do we have? I'll stay at her hotel. Give a, uh, I, much like much like General uh, Santa Ana, I would do Emily. Morgan. But to say I, I'm going <laughs> to stay there. Y'all can do whatever you want, but I'm going to stay there. Make sure we get loaded up on penicillin first, right? <laughs> You're allergic. Okay. Right, I can't. <laughs> I'm in trouble. So, the uh, what do we have to drink tonight? Herodura Ultra on Yeho Cristalino. I, you said those that so fast. That's impressive. Herodura Ultra on Yeho Cristalino. She she's she can do that. Her tongue never gets tied. <laughs> It's amazing, and it I goes. You were going to say tired. Million miles, uh, that <laughs> or that. Can you roll your R's though? Herradura. Herradura. All right then. I actually had a Spanish teacher in my sixth grade. She said, "Y'all are going to speak appropriately." Yeah, and not like gringos is what she said. Yeah, they hammered it into my four semesters in high school and four semesters in college. The R rolling. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're good. We're good. Are we done? I, I don't think know. We're done. The camera stayed on the whole time. No curse. It did. No curse. No to curse. Go, to go and <laughs> enjoy the storm. <laughs> All right. Okay. That's Nighty it night. for us. Nighty night. Hey, don't forget uh, like, oh. subscribe. Golly gee. Go All ahead. the YouTube stuff. Twitter. Tiki Talks. Paranormal-spirits.com. The Boo- Facebooks. Booze with Benefits. Booze with Benefits on Facebook. We have uh, uh, Instagram that's the basically the same name. I think it's Paranormal-spirits. Uh, YouTube is now 3B Paranormal Spirits. It is 3B Paranormal. So 3B Paranormal Black Black Burkett. Yep. Black Black Burkett. Black Black Burkett. And 3B. we have... Um, that's the number 3 and B. Not the word. Three. <laughs> right. Just, just have, so you know exactly where to search. We have the Twitters. We have the TikToks. There's tweeting, talking. Tweeting, talking. Booking. Gramming. Tubing, gramming. Tubing. The whole word. Tubing. <laughs> like and subscribe. Like and Join subscribe. Join our Smash with benefits. Button. If you watch the video and you like, hit, hit subscribe because it subscribing really helps the algorithm. Oh my gosh. Like you wouldn't know. Yes. Please, I bet so you. So many channels, you'll see that people watch the videos and 50, 60% of the people who watch them don't subscribe. It can't hurt. It, it no hurt. It yeah. no hurt. <laughs> All right. Good night. Good night, y'all.